Titan MRI or call them today at 672-6644. Picked up by the Gators at the 35. Touchdown. Welcome to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach Steve Spurrier. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, indeed. The gang is all here for another edition of Inside the Huddle. We thank you for tuning in, listening in, however you are doing so. We certainly appreciate it. I'm Steve Russell. Coach Steve Spurrier, the Gator QB, Shane Matthews alongside. Thank you for making us part of your day. We have a lot to go over today. Uh, Steve, uh, your, your thoughts on, on last week's game, a, a lot of offense, certainly. The thing that stuck out to me, and I know Gator fans have an issue with defense, and I understand that, but uh, Kellen Mond was outstanding, I thought, for A&M. What were your thoughts on that? Okay, I'm going to take my mask off right now, Steve. Yep. Uh, a public service announcement real quick to all the Gators out there. I read in the paper this week, Alachua County, we've only had 68 deaths since uh, this pandemic has come. Marion County has had over 300. All right, what's the difference? We have a mask requirement in Alachua County, and uh, the Gators, the people of our county here are doing a super job. Uh, Marion County does not have that requirement. They sort of optional, like the governor lets them be op- optional. So anyway, all I'm saying is, Gators, it's not hard to wear this thing. Let's put it on there. And everybody, be sure to vote now. Let, make your voice count in this election. Uh, I was admiring the people in Georgia waiting four, five, six hours. We don't yeah. have to wait that long down here, fortunately. But everybody get out there and vote. All right, Kellen Mond he had his best game ever. Everybody in the nation knows it. Uh, his fundamentals were good. He held the ball, two hands. He was throwing spirals. But they were catching everything. You know, defensively, our players, they played hard. They were in position. But, man, you know, the ball was there. He caught it, the deep ball to Chapman. Uh, our, our defender was getting ready to knock it down, but something happened. His, his hand didn't get up there. And, and their guy, Chapman, made the catch. So uh, sometimes it happens like that. You play a whole bunch of close games, you're not going to win them all. I, we all learned that a long time ago. And we had a close game going. Unfortunately, we had a fumble there. And, uh, and they got the ball and, and were able to make that field goal. And, uh, but they did. They ran the ball on us uh, better than uh, we had uh, hoped and, and moved the ball through the air. But hopefully, uh, Steve, our guys are going to regroup. Uh, you know, back in the 90s, we lost to Auburn two years in a row, and we lost to Mississippi State up there in 2000, and all three of those years we won the SEC. So one loss does not kill you. We won it in 1990 when Shane was here after losing at Tennessee. We sort of regrouped, made some changes, got a different offensive lineman in, another guy here, this, that, and the other, and, and we won the SEC that year also. So, uh one loss doesn't kill you. It's what we do now is what's most important throughout the season. You know, Shane, we, we, I'm sure doing your podcast, doing the shows here, we, we've heard from fans they're not happy with the defense. But, but that said, what changes can you – I mean, personnel, scheme, or a combination of the two? You know, I, I don't know if the scheme was bad. Uh, you know, Coach just alluded to it. You know, Kellamon made some great throws. They made great catches. It wasn't like people were running just – wide open Mm -hmm. you know they made plays and sometimes you just uh, i mean jimbo makes a lot of money he's coached a long time they got scholarship athletes there they're going to make plays Uh, just unfortunate we didn't win the close game as coach said but uh it'll be a test this Mm -hmm. week you know we're going to have to pressure miles brennan i don't know how we do it you know we haven't been able to pressure with our front four uh because they even though they lost a ton of guys they still throw and catch pretty well They do. They don't run it a lot, uh, but they can throw and catch it, no doubt. Uh, Let's do our play of the week, guys. Brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus Mm -hmm. USA Credit Union. Shane, play of the week. Uh, Well, I had two, but I think Coach has one of mine, so I'm going to let him have that one. Uh, I'm going to go back to the A&M game, and and it's it's the play call. uh, we, We used to call the Mills route here. 
the slot receiver runs about a 12 to 12 yard dig to occupy the safety and then the outside guy which was chapman chapman ran the deep post on quincy they kind of play action and slight roll uh but it was a great play design for that coverage and shoot they made a perfect throw and perfect catch and even though our player defensive back was there, he, he just did not make the play, and the receiver made the play. Uh, my play of the week, uh, you know, Oklahoma and Texas went to four overtimes. It was a five-hour game. I talked to Bobby Stoops after the game, and, uh, of course, all the Sooner people were just sky high. Uh, Drake Stoops caught a winning touchdown in the, in the fourth overtime there, and we're actually godparents, my wife Jerry and I, to Drake. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and his twin brother. So anyway, uh, and we're going to draw that one up a little later on. It's a little bit like what Georgia hit us on last year where a guy sort of drags across the field and the secondary guys lose him and sort of turn him over to the linebackers. Then he sneaks up the field after they've sort of cleared it out downfield. And uh, I think Lincoln Riley had told Bobby, says, seems like we score a touchdown every time we call it. Something like nine out of ten times or nine out of eleven, something like that, they've scored a touchdown. So it's a good play. But, again, like Shane said, you've got to have the right coverage for that play. If, if we're, the other team were playing just a regular old three-deep zone, uh, they should have it covered. But they were playing that in-and-out man-type coverage that they lose a receiver every now and then. My play of the week is one I can't wait to ask you about, and that was the play in the Auburn game with the spike. First of all, I've never seen that happen that way. And then imagine if you're an official having to make that call that fast and making it live. That, that's my play of the week. I've never seen that. Well, the official's got to make that call. I mean, I screamed immediately when it happened. Yeah. That's backwards. Uh, and it goes back to... Like I said, nothing against Bo Nix, but I haven't seen anything that he deserves to be their quarterback. I mean, that was just a fumbling snap happens, but all you got to do is just just pick it up and almost like dribble it right there, just throw it straight to the ground. But he turned around and reared back and threw it backwards. Uh, That was a huge play. Yeah, the referees just missed it. That's all you can say. And they blew the whistle right after he threw it down. And then, of course, when they look back and replay, they said, well, golly, he threw it backwards, but we've already blown the whistle. So I guess according to the rules – that's what it was. But it should have been Arkansas's ball. Game should have been over. They'd take a knee right there, and, and that would have been it. But uh, sometimes those referees mess up, and uh, you just got to live with it. That's, uh, you know, that's disappointing. But, uh, yeah, Bo Nix, uh, he, he, he tossed it backwards for some reason. Yeah, like I said, never have seen that before. And Felipe Frank had another it. good game, mm-hmm. a pretty good game for Arkansas. And I tell you, yeah. Sam Pittman – Done a nice job. Yeah, he does. He uh, he gets the players playing hard. Yeah, that, that's what coaches. Uh, basically, their job is to get the guys to play the best they can, as hard as they can, put them in position to win the game, and and that's that's all coaching can do. They can't tackle or throw passes, catch passes. So uh, uh, he and his staff there have done a really good job this year. When you watch Arkansas play, they, their players are competing. They're competing to win the game, and uh, they obviously hadn't done that in a couple of years. All right, time now for questions of the week for Coach Spurrier. And uh, one of my favorite times brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. If you have questions, you can send them to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. And because of how we do this show, we get them from all over the place. So, uh, John and St. Augustine, would your original offense you ran in 1990 work today? Well, I certainly hope so. <laughs> no, we were not uh, any kind of run and shoot. We, we were run and throw the ball. Uh, in fact, I mentioned to someone yesterday, our, our offense should have been called gun, run, and fun. Gun, run, and fun. We usually but we didn't play in the gun the first three years, Coach. Well, I meant throwing the ball oh, gun. Yeah, I, I think that's what they meant by fun and gun yeah. when somebody called it dead. I never did like the name, to tell you the truth, because we ran the ball just as much, maybe a little bit more uh, than we threw it. But we would basically throw the ball uh, to score a lot of points early if the game went according to plan. And then Eric Red or Fred Taylor, Terry Jackson, Ernest Graham, all those guys, they'd get their carries after we got a nice lead uh, to run out the clock uh, and get it moving. So that, that was sort of our uh, plan. And it worked out a lot, not always. Sometimes we got in some close games, won a few, lost a few. But uh, we, we ran the ball as well as throwing, and I think you have to do that. I don't think you can throw every down the way the, uh, the air raid does it. 
and uh, the air raid's getting stymied right now, and I sort of hope they'll start running a little bit more. Yeah, the air raid got some, had some bombs mm-hmm. on it. Um, Gary in California, uh, I read the star mm-hmm. position is the hardest position to play. Trey Dean mm-hmm. did poorly last year. Marco Wilson doesn't do well either. Is it that hard to learn? Is it a bad scheme for our personnel? Uh, Shane, you want to answer that one? I mean, like I said, I like our secondary. I think they're very good, honestly. You know, people can laugh at me, but that's a hard position to play when a quarterback is not pressured. It's just hard to cover people these days. And and if we had people running wide open, I would have concern. But they're mm-hmm. making contested catches and really good throws. And sometimes you've got to tip your hat to the other team. And the star position, when you play slot, that is the hardest position probably in the secondary. They moved Marco there some last year because he's our best player. Uh, that's probably not his best pl- best position, but he's the best that we have to put there. Now, they mm-hmm. may make a change this week. Who knows? But he's, a, he's an outside guy, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with Shane. Uh, I don't think our scheme of things is, is that much uh, different than what we did last year. We were seventh in the nation in defense last year. I read that in the paper. So Todd Grantham and his guys know what they're doing. Uh, but if there's a new wrinkle or, or so we need to do on third down, uh, I'll look for that to happen maybe this week. Uh, Jordan, a Gator in Athens, says, did Mullen and his staff get out coached Saturday? I don't think so. I mean, no. this is what, you know, I, like I said on our show yesterday, Steve, I try to look at it doing so many shows nowadays. I, I try to take my orange and blue glasses off. Do I want the Gators to win? And be Absolutely. But I also like to look at it from a coaching standpoint. They watch tape on us. It's not like we're the only team that gets the tape. And so their their job mm-hmm. is to try to attack the weaknesses. And so I try to tell all my friends, too, when when we have a guy running wide open or a good play for a touchdown, we, that's good coaching. Mm-hmm. But we may have made a good throw and a great catch. It was mm-hmm. probably good defense, mm-hmm. too. So it's happening to us on the other side of the ball as well. Yeah, stuff happens, uh, Steve, when you play a whole bunch of games. Uh, now, according to the recruiting rankings, I bet – uh, they're right there with us, pretty close. So let's just say if the talent's even on both sides, uh, someday one, one side makes those plays, th- th- those balls that might be knocked down or else you catch them. And, and then we had to fumble, I think maybe our first fumble by running back this year. I'm not sure because we don't fumble much. Uh, and the game went their way. And uh, sometimes it happens and you regroup and try to learn from it and, and move on from there. Okay, we got a bunch of these. Let's run through them. Uh, Howard in Jacksonville, can you coach a player not to fumble? How do players improve mm-hmm. that aspect? Oh, you coach that first day of spring practice. You know, ball security, hold it in there tight when you're about to get hit, cover up, and, and things of that nature. Uh, but I think he got poked just right on, the, right on the ball. I don't know if he saw the poke coming, which is legal, and, uh, and he coughed it up. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you coach uh, hanging on to the ball. That's one thing Eric read. I don't. Gosh, I don't remember him fumbling hardly at all if he did. I can't remember one in four years. Uh, so our guys, uh, they, they learned that ball security. You practice that uh, every day in practice. Sanders and Pensacola, can a two-loss team make mm-hmm. the college football playoff? In the SEC, I think they can. Yeah, I really think uh, we'll get two out of our conference. And, uh, heck, the SEC champion may have two losses. Who knows? You know, it's, it's interesting. I had to do another show to, earlier this morning with Andy Staples, and he said he would not be surprised if uh, Alabama and Georgia could possibly play each other three times this year. Wow. Think about that. Yeah. It could happen. Yeah. Um, Lindsey said in Gainesville, Coach, did you have seasons where you lost a big game early and you bounced back to win the rest of them? You already talked about talked that. about the two Auburn games of 93-94, and we won the SEC both years. Uh, lost at Mississippi State in 2000. Lost at Tennessee in 90. Came back and won all the rest of them. And then uh, Tennessee got beat the next week by Alabama. So uh, it, almost everybody has a bad day every now and then. Our two national championship teams with Urban Meyer here. Uh, lost to Ole Miss and uh, – Lost the other year. Who was the one lost uh, the other year? You remember? I can't even remember. Ole Miss and uh, that was the key. <laughs> the Ole Miss one was so famous. Yeah, that was the. Key oh, one. it was the 06 season. 06 season. 06 is when they lost to uh, Ole Miss, right? Or was it? 08? No, that was 08. That was 08. Yeah, but 06 they won two one point games because we were one of them at South Carolina. I know that. 
But one loss does not kill you. That's what we all got to remember. One loss does not kill you. The media and the fans a lot of times say, oh, man, we're finished. All of our goals are gone. But uh, one loss is helpful. In fact, uh, uh, the year that we lost the SEC game with Urban, uh, I think uh, Alabama beat us when we were 12-0. and 0. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sort of looked back and said maybe we'd been better off if we'd lost one in the middle of the year. So I, I don't know why, but it does help to lose that one game uh, before you get into you know tournament play or playoffs and so forth. I'm not sure we can get through all these, but I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan mm-hmm. says uh, the game's changed so much, defense is going to struggle to keep up. Uh, what's happened to SEC defenses? Mm-hmm. Again, we've talked about that. Everybody's playing a hurry-up offense. The ball's all over the place, up and down the field. Uh, All the rules have come to help the offense. Uh, They want more scoring, NFL, college. uh, So it's it's set up to help uh, the offense. You can barely touch the quarterback. We we had a rough in the passer called on A&M. We got a good call there. A bunch of guys just sort of trying to knock it down and hit Kyle in the face a little bit. That would never have been called you know, 15, 25 mm-hmm. years ago. So they, they protect the quarterbacks well, and it, uh, you know, it's sort of set up to help the offense. But the main thing, I think, is the ball's in the air. It's all over the place. Or hurry up offenses. Uh, teams hope to have 80, 90 plays a game. Things like that are creating more points. Elizabeth, North Carolina, what do you see Felipe Franks' mm-hmm. pro prospects being? I think he'll get a chance. I think Felipe will get a chance. Uh, decision-making, uh, I think, is his biggest thing uh, that he's working on. Uh, you know, you got to make that quick decision. Don't get yourself in a bad uh, position to get hit and sacked and things like that. But, uh, yeah, he's got talent. He's got talent to, to be a pro player. Pete, in the live book, do you think UF should fill up more than 20% of the swamp? Uh, no, I think what we're doing is what we have to do. <laughs> I'm a big believer that uh, the health officials, the doctors, that we have to listen to those guys and try to get this virus behind us if we can. But it's going to take a while. You know, it's spiking all over the country, everywhere, except a few places. I know the state of Alabama has done well and so forth. Uh, by the way, far states, uh, the state of Arizona did a, na- a statewide mask requirement, and they fell 75% in their uh, thing last week so the mask is something we, we, we're going to be doing for a long time i believe carlos and fort myers what's happened to the mississippi state offense the air raid has been uh <laughs> grounded uh, maybe but uh yeah i tell you what uh steve everybody knows there's no secret everybody's covering with eight guys five short three deep and then there's sort of a four short four deep thing they but they're, they're only rushing three guys they're saying if you're going to throw it let's see you can throw a five yarder and we'll go hit the guy and tackle him or maybe it'll get tipped or maybe he'll fumble but uh you you, you have to run at that i think there's not a lot of room down there to keep firing at uh, eight guys so, uh, but uh, Mike Leach has seen that coverage before, and he says uh, we know how to handle it, but we're just not doing a very good job. I don't know if it's players or coaches or what it is, but they're going to see it every game because yeah, the last two weeks, uh, Mississippi State ha- has struggled against the drop eight coverage. Uh, last one, uh, Coach. When did you know it was time to change defensive coordinators when you were coaching? Uh, this is from Locke and St. Mary. Oh, I don't know. Sometimes you just get a gut feeling uh, maybe somebody else could do a little better job or maybe we need a new voice. Uh, I look back and uh, say maybe I should have changed here and then maybe I shouldn't have changed there and uh, so forth. So you you just always, uh, when things aren't going well, do something different. I've always believed in that. Uh, whether or not I made the right call all the time, probably not. But uh, – no, we don't need to change coordinators. Tom Grantham and Dan Mullen have a long history together and much, much success. So uh, we just need to make uh, make the plays when we're in position to make them, and uh, our defense will start looking pretty good, I think. Well, I, I will end with this one because this is interesting. Jerry in Gainesville uh, talked about the Prescott injury. Could be severe, could cost him mm-hmm. his career, like Alex Smith's injury. Mm-hmm. With his contract situation being what it is, can you see a push mm-hmm. by players or the union to guarantee contracts in the future? No, I don't think it'll change. Uh, but his injury is not going to be as severe Career, as yeah. Alex Smith. Uh, I asked Dr. Pete Indelicato about that yesterday. We played golf out at Hell Plantation, by the way, Shane. It's in pretty good shape. Uh, enjoyed playing out there. But anyway, 
he said no, he, he should come back next year. Although he had a, a, a fractured, a dislocated ankle, said the bone actually came out of the skin. So that was a scary part of it. But he'll be out uh, for about a year, uh, but they think he can make a full recovery. Okay, those are our questions of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer, Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. And again, send your questions to uh, questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Mm-hmm. Now, our Campus USA call in line, 392 8255. Ryan is there. Ryan, hello. Ryan, hello. Oh, hey, Coach. Uh, you're a legend. I uh, appreciate you coming on the show. I love hearing you on the show, and I uh, 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 really appreciate all your time and everything you've done for the University of Florida, uh, first and foremost. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about that 06 season and our season going on right now. Uh, y'all mentioned that 06 season. That loss we had was to Auburn. It was 27-17 to on the road. I remember that game. That was a, uh, that was a tough game to watch, but the game I remember most about that season uh, was actually the win against Tennessee, 21-20. to Dallas Baker catching that uh, touchdown last few seconds, I believe, of the game. I just remember Mick Hubert going crazy, you know, uh, uh, touchdown maker, Dallas Baker, you know. It, was, it, was, it just gives me chills to even still talk about it, you know. All right. Okay. Ryan, we appreciate that. Thanks for letting us Thank know. Um, let's take a break. Come back. Much more to come inside the huddle. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. I was riding as a passenger in my friend's vehicle. Yeah, a fellow ran a stop sign and we T-boned him. Had neck and shoulder and knee injuries and didn't know what to do. And I had remember seeing one of Jeffrey's ads. So I gave him a call. He explained everything to me. I'd go see him and everything was done. Everything was taken care of. Don't waste your time with anybody else. Go see Jeffrey. Melden Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby to today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Touchdown! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, 
WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. We're going to do our Team of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Shaner, Team of the Week. My Team of the Week did not win the game, but they really did win the game. Pig Suey, the Razorbacks went to Auburn and actually won that football game and give those kids credit. They should be sitting at 2-1 and one right now, and uh, they're my team of the week. Okay, my team of the week is Boston College because they're 3-1, and one, and they only, I think they just beat Pittsburgh, I think, mm-hmm. and their only loss was to North Carolina, who's down in the top five, lost to them by four. So that's my team of the week, Boston College. What do you got, Coach? I'm going to go with the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, Lincoln Riley and his guys had lost two in a row. I don't think they'd lost three in a row in the last 30 or 40 years or whatever. But uh, they had lost two in a row to not really two high-profile teams, uh, Iowa State and Kansas State, I think, two that beat them. So it was a lot of pressure on Lincoln and his guys. And it took them four overtimes to beat their biggest rival, Texas. Uh, Very disappointing loss for the Texas Longhorns. But uh, if Oklahoma had lost that one, they, they would have been completely out of the Big 12 race this year. And now they're back in it. I think a two-loss team can win that championship. They get a chance to play Oklahoma State here a little bit later. So it was a huge win for the Oklahoma Sooners and for Lincoln Riley, the head coach. Okay. Uh, let's go to our Campus, Campus USA call-in line. Lee's got a question for Coach Spurrier. Lee, what do you got? Coach, um has there ever been a situation like uh, like if you're short on the defensive line and, and there's uh, personnel on the offensive line that's way down the depth chart? Have you ever like moved that person to the defensive line to help stouten it up? Oh, yeah, you try a little bit of everything if it's what you're doing is not working. And, and I think uh, our defensive staff know that. We are a little light on the defensive line. We don't have the size that maybe we normally have or, or some of these other teams. So when you have that, uh, you know, like, hey, I coached at Duke. We didn't have any NFL defensive linemen ever. We had a bunch of offensive linemen that had to go play defense. And we could recruit those offensive guys because they seemed to be – Got good board scores, the offensive lineman, for some reason. And uh, so they had to go play defense. So what we had to do, we had to get some linebackers right behind them or some safeties coming up. Oh, man, we played with eight- and nine-man fronts if we thought the other team was running the ball because we, we couldn't stop them with four, three, two guys way back there. We had to get everybody up there. So don't be surprised if we're struggling stopping the run that uh, Coach Grantham, you'll see some safeties and maybe an extra linebacker up in there. That's a good question. All right, thank you, sir. Lee, thank you. Funny, too, LSU had trouble running last week. They threw it great, but they couldn't run it much, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's it's surprising. You know, I don't think they really want to run it. I mean, I think they do, but they they realize the best thing they do is throw the football. Yep. Mm -hmm. Coach of the Week time, brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, the best Cuban food in Gator country. Shaner. My Coach of the Week is the BC coach, Jeff Halfley. Uh, They sit at 3-1, and as you mentioned, Steve. They beat Pitt. I think Pitt may have been ranked at that time in overtime, but he's done a nice job. Kalani Sataki is my Mm -hmm. BYU guy, and uh, they're ranked, and they're having a good season, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to give it up to him. You know, I had sort of co- Coaches of the week. I had to go with Jimbo Fisher. First time ever beating a top five team. Uh, the first big sort of upset win that he's had there over a top ranked team. So it was the biggest win since he's been there. Well, mm-hmm. it's third year, third year, yep. I guess, right now. So that's his biggest win ever. No doubt. So you got to give him uh, co coach of the week with Lincoln Riley. Okay. Uh, we'll take a break, come back. Much more to come. Coach going to drop a play in our chalk talk. We're going to look ahead to Florida LSU, look around the SEC, give some predictions. Lots more to come inside the huddle. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Miami. Uh, I need the English version today, please. Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them in either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, MyIT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Weekday afternoons at 4 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up today. Start feeling better. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. A lot we're going to get through. We're going to start with our top four teams. Brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Top four. Well, my top team are the Clemson Tigers. I think they got the best player in the country in Trevor Lawrence, the best tailback in ETN. Uh, they played great defense. Uh, probably won't be tested until they play Notre Dame. So Clemson. Uh, I got Alabama and Georgia kind of in there. They're about the same. We'll find out more uh, this this Saturday night. My fourth ranked team. I can't put Notre Dame in there, Steve, just because I don't like Notre Dame. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the Tar Heels. <laughs> Tar Heels. Well, they ain't real good either. But well, you picked them to lose last week, remember? Did I? Yeah, I did, didn't I? Well, yeah, you did. You they won. Tech. They you won. Did. So I'm gonna put them in there. Yeah. I like their quarterback. Yeah, I think they Sam scored Howell's a bunch of points. I, I like their offense, no doubt about it. Yeah, I sort of had about the same thing. Clemson. Yeah, I put Georgia second just because they played better in Alabama last week, and uh, Notre Dame uh, probably. Uh, in there is the fourth one. I did the same thing Coach did with Georgia because I thought they played better than Alabama played. That's why I put them two, put Alabama three. I'm not a fan of Notre Dame either, but I think by default they're number four because I can't put Ohio State there. They haven't played a game. I can't put them there. can't put them there, yeah. But here's something interesting. After Alabama and Georgia play this week, there'll be one team in the SEC that is unbeaten, yeah. just one. So when we all start playing each other, it, it, everybody's going to lose. It's, it's proven out. You know, I, speaking of that, I, I feel badly for mm. Vanderbilt. Mm. I mean, it, it's bad enough, you know, with Vanderbilt, but now because of COVID, 
They've had to postpone the game with Missouri. They didn't. They barely had enough players to play last week. Vandy needs to do kind of what Notre Dame does. They need to become an independent in football and just play in the SEC and the other sports. <laughs> if they can still get the TV money, they might do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. they have to play football. Uh, I used to say that a little bit about Duke. Uh, we're in the ACC because we want to be there for basketball. But uh, they put some money in the Duke football program now. Their, their facilities are really good, and they, they got a pretty good team at Duke. They're, I think, one in three, something like that, or one in four. But uh, they, they may win a couple more this year. Okay. That's our top four teams brought to you by Gator Dockside. Now, one of my favorite times, I always say it every week, but it is Chalk Talk. Coach going to draw up a play here. Chalk Talk brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. Steve, I'm going to slide, let you use this microphone, and go ahead. Okay, I'm going to try to draw up the play that uh, Oklahoma scored on against Texas in the fourth overtime where Bobby Stoops' son, Drake, uh, caught the winning touchdown, okay? Uh, Okay, first of all, these teams, uh, almost everybody has – has four wide receivers, and uh, I think the ball was sort of on this side of the field. Uh, Drake was right here, and it, and they're playing sort of this uh, four-cross defense. And uh, and the quarterback has to take a little bit of time. All right, so they got four there. We got uh, we got three here. Okay, first of all, this guy is going to run him. All right, so they, 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 they've gone there, this guy. All right, this guy's going to run about 10 yard out, and this guy sort of goes with him there, all right? So as you what, you see, we're trying to open up this land over here, all right? When this guy runs a, a drag, we got all these linebackers here, so they're supposed, to, they're supposed to sort of handle this guy coming, okay? All right, this guy goes in here, and they sort of double-team him when he uh, – because he's got nobody to cover right now. So – the quarterback has to buy a little bit of time because this, this play takes uh, maybe three and a half, four seconds. So he comes down in here like this, and then he takes it right up into this land right here. And uh, these guys, you know, they were all out of it. So he ran a little drag and up, a little dragging up right into that area right there. They caught the right defense. Hey, if Texas had been sitting in a big old soft cover two, you got no play. But they played this little – Quarter coverage, they call it. I don't like the coverage. I hated it, but some of our coaches ran it anyway. And uh, what happens uh, when they throw a touchdown pass and you ask the defense coach who made a mistake? He says, well, not really. It was just a good play. So they had the right play on against the right defense, and that's what offensive coaches try to do right there. Yeah. I love chalk dog. That's what they say. I love that. Yeah. Um, Steve, I have to, you know, with Shaner, because he's here, I've asked him this, and I'm sure on his podcast he's talked about this, but I, I really want to ask you this, and you kind of alluded to it. Mm-hmm. You're an offensive guy, and obviously when, when a Gator, I, I, it could be any school, but Gator fans now are upset because, you know, the defense isn't doing this or Todd Grantham's not doing that. But, look, score, the offenses rule, and I think you touched on it. It's the way the hash marks were moved. You know, a lot of the top athletes are playing offense now. But historically, remember the wishbone? Nobody could stop the wishbone for a while, and then, you know, defensive coaches caught up to it. But is this here to stay, do you think? Are these the kind of games we're going to keep seeing now, even in a line of scrimmage league like the SEC? I think we're going to see a lot of it. Uh, I, I still think if, when you have those defensive linemen that the other team can't block, uh, uh, they can hold teams down. I think Georgia's a little bit like that as far as what I've seen in the SEC right now, defensive linemen. What do you think, Shane? No, I, I agree. I think, you know, that you always heard the SEC's uh, line of scrimmage lead. Right. I think when you have the clownies of the world, those type of guys that can wreak havoc on uh, – you just can't block them, they're going to allow defenses to, to get back to what they used to be. But I do think – uh, you know, they, they talk about things going cycles. I just don't know why anybody would get away with throwing the football. I think, uh, you know, this guy over here kind of changed the SEC by throwing sure. the football. So now people – that's the fastest way to score. Yep. You know, and the athletes now, 
with all the seven on seven that's being played around the country, which it's good, but it's not good because a lot of these leagues and these tournaments, it's not real football. It's good for competing and quarterbacks with their accuracy and stuff, but the plays that are being drawn up in there aren't real football plays, but it's allowing kids to understand how to throw and catch. Steve, did teams try to blitz you a lot? Occasionally. Occasionally they did. And uh, <clears throat> and that's why we played with uh, with two backs a lot, or, or at least a tight end and one running back, because uh, we had protections where everybody stayed in the block, and we tried to throw a, a post or a corner route uh, to our receivers. So our theory was instead of a whole bunch of hot guys here, there, and the other, let's block them all and, and throw it down the field. And uh, most of the time we were pretty good at that. Every now and then they'd throw a blitz at us. Maybe a guy would come free, and so – Hopefully, maybe a quarterback would dodge him and throw it away or whatever. But uh, overall, we tried to block those blitzers. But you, as, a, as an offensive guy, you want them to blitz you. <clears throat> sure. Because it plays into your favor. Now, they may blitz you. You may only hit two out of five of them, but that's two, Could be two scores. Yeah. 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 We'll take a break. Come back. Uh, we're going to talk about games to look for, get some predictions for some key games around the SEC and nationally as Inside the Huddle continues ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, MyIT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier, right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM, WRUF. 
and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. All right, uh, going to do some games to look for. Brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your businesses, technology solutions from voice over IP to cybersecurity. Nobody does IT like the master. Okay, let's run through some games, guys. Um, Auburn, South Carolina. I like the gamies. I think uh, I think they're a solid little football team, and just Auburn does not impress me at all. Yeah, I like South Carolina at home. Uh, that running back they got is is pretty doggone good. Their defense is solid. Auburn uh, seems to be struggling a bit, so take the Gamecocks. Me too. I, I just until Auburn proves differently. Uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, interesting game in Knoxville. I'm going with the Big Blue. Uh, you know, I I I think Tennessee has improved, but again, they got to they got to keep beating some folks. And I think Kentucky's the better football team. It's can Kentucky make enough plays in the passing game for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Tennessee Vols. I think uh, they might can outscore them a little bit, maybe a 24-21 game, something like that. After what you told me yesterday about Kentucky's offense, remember? Yeah, they, yeah, they stink. <laughs> well, I can't well, take they, Kentucky. They they won a game making 152 yards. That's what Shane told me yesterday. Yeah, so I can't pick Kentucky. That, I got to pick true. Tennessee. I forgot. I forgot about that. I might need to change my pick. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do, UCF and Memphis. Interesting game. Wow. Yeah, that is uh, UCF. What they have a bye week off yep. their loss. Yep. Uh, I don't know when the last time Memphis played. Um, I, I like the Knights, so I like the way they play. I don't know if it's at home or what, but I think they may bounce back. At Memphis. Oh, okay. Well, should be a good one. Yeah, I'll take UCF also. They uh, d- didn't play their best at Tulsa, but uh, they, they got a history of winning. I'll, I'll do Lee Corso closer than what most people think, but UCF. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas A&M, Mississippi State. Well, how are the Aggies going to respond after, I guess, a, a great win for their program under Jimbo? Uh, but they've seen the tape. Mike Elko, I think, is their defensive coordinator. They've seen the tape of what stymied Mississippi State the last two weeks. I'm going to lean to the Aggies. <clears throat> I'm pulling for Mississippi State, but until they uh, prove that they can maybe run the ball or throw the ball against the drop eight coverages, uh, you got to pick the other team. So I'll I, I pick Texas A&M to win, but I hope Mississippi State wins. Uh, we understand, uh, but I'm with you. Until they can, can change against that, and, and why wouldn't they play that coverage, Elko, given the, the trouble they've had? Uh, Georgia, Alabama. Boy, this is going to be a good one. Um, I, I really like Georgia's defense. I love Stetson Bennett. I think he, you know, people can call him a game manager all they want, but the dude is, is, is playing really well. I just I think that Alabama offense is the most complete offense outside of Clemson. It reminds me a lot of what Coach did here. They have a lot of down-the-field vertical passing, and they got some dudes that can go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lean towards Alabama in a close one. I'm going to lead to Alabama also because uh, Bama's used to winning. Uh, Saban still hadn't lost to one of his protégés or whatever. Uh, Georgia had a big win uh, last week. Uh, over Tennessee, Alabama had a win that was sort of, man, man, we were ugly in this win. So they, they, they're, they're not full of themselves at all. Maybe Georgia gets a little too up. I don't know. But uh, Alabama has just got too much history, and it's at their ballpark. I sure want to pull the trigger on Georgia. I do. But I can't. I, I think the defense will get Saban's attention. Um, and I think at home they win. But I'm with you, Shane. Close. Ole Miss, Arkansas. Wow, this is good. I mean, two weeks ago, nobody wanted to watch this game, but now it could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it could be. A sh- it's going to be a shootout, no question about it. Uh, I'm going to lean towards the Rebels just because of the way Matt Corral is playing. I mean, he he might be playing better than anybody in the country. Yeah, I go with Ole Miss. Also, we're all picking the same dudes here. Uh, yeah, I think they can outscore Arkansas. Again, I want to pick Arkansas. I think Sam Pittman's done a great mm-hmm. job. He, he, Coach, you said it right. They, they, they've made them competitive, and, and they go out there and play hard, and that's – I mean, they should be 2-1. and one. Yeah, but 
I think Ole Miss has too much offense. Um, I think they win. We'll take a break, come back. We're going to focus in on Florida LSU to wrap things up inside the huddle. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Okay, our final segment will focus in on LSU this week. Uh, Who would have thought, guys, that uh, LSU might be 1-3 if they lose on Saturday? And I'm quoting ESPN here. Raw numbers. The Gators allow 33 points a game. They are 72nd in total defense, allowing almost 500 yards a game. LSU allows 32 points a game. They give up almost 500 yards a game. I don't think it's going to be 10 to 6. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, if you like offense, this is the game for you. It, uh, it's, it's like, you know, it's how I said about Ole Miss, how they play. I don't think Lane has any kind of pressure on him to win games, so he can go for fourth downs. He can kick onside kicks. It's almost like now, you know, in a game like this, you may have to go for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you what, you talk about – some defensive worries now. Those LSU people are in a quandary uh, with what they have done. Uh, the Missouri wide receiver that was so wide open, and they had all kind of breakdowns on that. It sort of reminded me of one of our spring games. We had a kid named Fernandez from Dominican Republic. He'd never played football before in his life, but he was out there as a walk-on and so forth. In the spring game, I told the defense, let him run straight toward the goalpost. We're going to throw him a touchdown. Everybody got the signal except one of our DBs, another walk-on kid. He went over there and knocked it down. So Fernandez didn't get to have his touchdown in the spring game. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, LSU. They've uh, they they are a completely different team. Uh, 
Uh, they're paying a lot of money to their D coordinator and their head coach, that's for sure. Uh, but their team is completely different than what they had last year. Yeah, I mean, Ed Orgeron, a defensive guy, called his defense embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You know, so he called out the coordinator. He called out his defense. So we'll see. Um, interesting. LSU gave up a 69-yard pass on 2nd and 12, a 26-yarder, 3rd and 6, 21-yarder, 2nd and 8, and a 17-yarder, 2nd and 10. So even when they get down in distance for for their defense, they can't stop anybody. No, and they play a lot of man coverage. I don't know in those long downs, uh, long yardage situations, what kind of they were playing. But, Mm -hmm. you know, shoot, if I'm them, I'm play zone. And like I said, just – Give up little short chunks and see if people can drive the length of the field. Yeah, you would think uh, most defensive coordinators would understand the game condition and everything. I don't know if you watched that Dallas and the Giants this uh, Sunday, but uh, for Dallas to win the game, they need field goal at the end. It was tied up. And, and the Giants playing bump and run over there. So they allow a guy to throw about a 45, 50-yard pass down to the 20-yard line. They kick a field goal and win. So you wonder, why was he playing bump and run and give the offense a chance for that? Well, that's just the way they think. Defensive coordinators, a lot of them, they don't think logically, Steve, like you do. <laughs> so it's hard to imagine sometimes why they do those kind of things. But uh, the only thing that could hurt him was a 30, 40-yard pass. And so he plays bump and run. Kid makes a great catch. Dallas wins the game. <laughs> I don't know what else to say <laughs> after that. Uh, yeah. but, but, anyway. but, I, but see, it, it is funny, though, how you would think, okay, to, to avoid a play like that, why would you risk it, and right, and do that? Mm-hmm. And they still do. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is an imp- look. This is important for LSU, but it's just as important for Florida. Well, uh, a defending champ has never started the the uh, season one and three in the history of college football. It's going to be a shootout. I like us at home, though. I think we win like 46-41. Wow. You see yeah, I, I don't think LSU will score that much this week. I, I think our defense will play much better. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, maybe a forty to twenty game or something like that. Uh, Miles Brennan, he's pretty good. Has, has impressed me. You know, he he's been sitting around, and mm-hmm. you know, he had a chance before Joe Burrow, but he's been pretty good. He has. He's pretty accurate, and you know, he's got a bunch of dudes to throw to. They all look the same. Every LSU receiver that comes through that program looks the same, and and they're very mm-hmm. athletic. If you know, if if we don't get to him, he'll throw for a bunch of yards. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to see what happens uh, on Saturday and next week. We'll come back and. Uh, dissect it all for you. Always a pleasure to have the head ball coach Steve Spurrier and Shane Matthews here inside the huddle. It's a pleasure to have you joining us as well. Thanks to Will for producing us today. Seth Harp next, then Sports Scene at noon. A quick comment. Russell Wilson has more last-minute drives than any quarterback in NFL history. More than Tom Brady or Joe Montana. He's got 34 of them. Here's a guy that's about, what, 5'11 or whatever, 6 foot. Never gets hurt. He can run. And he, some say he's the best quarterback in the league right now, Russell Wilson. He's pretty good. We'll see you later. Seth Harp next, Sports Scene at noon. gets hurt. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Worry less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville and the Ethics in Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Thanks for listening to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF's Steve Russell, and Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. 
If you'd like to ask Coach a question, email your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Podcasts are available at WRUF.com, the WRUF app, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Picked up by the Gators at the 35. Touchdown! Inside the Huddle is paid for by Weeby Marketing and produced by the University of Florida's ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, the flagship of the Florida Gators, WRUF AM Gainesville and W251CG Gainesville, the heartbeat of the Gator Nation. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell to tell you about an event that the good people at Dave Mays Automotive in Gainesville are squarely behind. It's the 8th Annual Skeet Shoot for Autism Awareness event, November 7th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Keystone Heights Sportsman's Club, with proceeds going to various autistic units. You can do a skeet shoot for $20 and a turkey shoot for just $10. They'll also have kids' activities, a bounce house, raffles, food vendors, and a whole lot more. So mark down the date, November 7th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. for the Skeet Shoot for Autism Awareness event at the Keystone Heights Sportsman's Club. And remember, for any of your car care needs, from an antique to a new one, trust those needs to the good people at Dave Mays Automotive in Gainesville. Dave Mays. 